Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. You're getting more calls, more people, brand new listeners, found us on XM244, we've moved there. All the time. Oh, good, welcome. We're only starting our 13th year, but uh, you know, better late than never. Exactly. Uh, let me introduce the crew to you, if I may. Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable with your most vexing dog issues. Dog father Joey Volani. He can groom your animal like nobody's business. I'm telling you, he's made Ladybug, the, the studio stunt dog, look fabulous. Also, we have animal communicator Joy Turner. Now, Joy, can you talk to animals that are no longer alive? I can talk to animals, whether they're in their bodies or whether they've crossed over. It really doesn't make any difference to me. Mm. Can I do that? I know that everybody is born doing it, but most people get taught out of realizing that they're doing it or they're made fun of or they're some way they're taught not to do that anymore because that's not a good thing. So when I do classes, really what I'm doing is reminding people how to listen at those more subtle levels. Mm. Okay. Well, good to know. I, I'm going to leave the animal communication to you. And if you would like your animal to talk to you or you want to talk to your animal, one 405 8405 right now. Of course, Stacy Cohen in the newsroom with Animal Radio News. Okay. I'm not one that's into the piercings or the tattoos. In fact, my son brought this girl home his new girlfriend, and she's got two buttons on her chest, pierced on her chest, like inside her chest. Okay, I think it's freaky, and I told him anybody that does that has a little bit of a problem. But that's just my opinion. Now, to put a tattoo or a piercing on an animal is just abhorrent. And there's some legislation that a woman is trying to pass so that people can't do it because it seems to be that that's what they're trying to do now. They're trying to tattoo their animals. Wow. I don't know. You know, I don't get it. I'll tell you about it, though, coming up on Animal Radio News. Joey, you would never tattoo your animal, would you? I mean, you have no, tattoos all I, over I, you. But. No, I, I never would. I never would. But you know what? They make really cool um, temporary tattoos for pets that, that don't hurt. And, that, and you could put on if you re- if you really wanted to if you really wanted to go that route. Um, but I can't see a, a, a pet sitting there and um, <laughs> you know um, getting tattooed because it's it's not the most pleasant experience. Well, you know, I like the buttons on the chest thing because you know, that's very functional. When you think about it, I mean, how many times do you, you lose a button, <laughs> you know, and you can just button your shirt right to your body like that? That's very you functional. Get, that's right. Ew. That's right. Are you sure they were buttons? That would that's be what my she said. Coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking to a guy or a couple of guys or four guys that have built Noah's Ark. I guess it's going on in Florida. They got the specifications from the Bible, and it's uh, 500 feet long. It's going to cost a whole bunch of money, and we're going to find out. What what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Joey, Alan, I mean, come on. Just wait. I don't, you know, I don't, these people, where do they come up with this? I don't understand. I, I'm confused. What, why and how? And and do they have jobs? And and who, who are they sitting around drinking a bunch of beers? You know, Happy one day hour. going, look. Well, they better have a job if they're building a 500-foot arc. Yeah. That's going to cost a couple million they, they dollars. They have to fund it somewhere. Yeah, you know what they, they say this. about boats. They're money pits. Yeah, what does is, what is boat stand for? I forgot. What? Bring on another thousand? Bring on another thousand, something like that. So, Joey, what are you talking about today, anyway? We're going to talk about three important uses for your home clipper and why you should buy one. That's on the way. We'll go to the phones next. Dogs or cats... Horse or emu, animals are people. 
people too. A dog owner in Scotland wasn't sure what to make of his dog's rattling stomach. When Chris Morrison took his dog Oscar to the vet, he had no idea what was wrong with his five-year-old lab. The vet suspected Oscar might have eaten something other than dog food, but when he went into his stomach, he was stunned. Vet Bob Hesketh found thirteen golf balls. One of them was black from having been inside Oscar for so long. Oscar's owner explained that he and Oscar loved to take long walks on the golf course at night and in the early morning. He knew Oscar liked golf balls and enjoyed bringing them home. He had no idea he was swallowing them. Oscar's now on a diet of watered-down food until his stomach heals, and although he can still go for walks on the golf course, he wears a muzzle as part of his no golf ball diet. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 is the number to our dream team. Who is that dream team, you say? Animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Villani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and Dr. Debbie. What do you, what do you need hello, hello. Hey, Joey. Joey Villani, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing? What's going on, guys? Hey, Joey. We're starting with a phone call for Joey. Is that correct? I better play the lottery. Yeah, go ahead. Ooh, that's a good sign coming from Joey. Yeah, I know. I, I, I thought of that when she said that. <laughs> Someday I will share with you guys my life. I mean, my my life is unbelievable. Let's take a call for Joey Villani. Hey, Jan. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Splendid. What's going on? Um, Four-year-old... Uh, German Shepherd Maxine. She's all black. She's blown out her fur, and I just can't get enough of that undercoat out to make her not look like she's mangy. Okay, Jan. So I got a couple of questions for you. Sure. What kind of brush? What kind of brush are you using? I'm using one of those little steel tooth. They're really they're kind of short and really close together dog brushes. Okay, and are, are the bristles at the end bent, uh, bent in, inward yeah. towards you? Okay, okay. So you're using the right brush couple of things it could be some dogs and i'm going to be very honest with you just shed no matter what you do but there's a few things that you can do to reduce the shedding do you bathe your dog at home i do i just bathed her this last week because i thought well maybe that would help loosen up that undercoat fur which it did but she's just this big fuzzball now (laughs) (laughs) okay so basically this is this is what i would do is i would um wash your dog and condition your dog heavily and then what you want to do is is only rinse out some of the conditioner not all of it leave a little bit in there just a small amount it's not going to hurt your dog now basically what you're doing it's almost like you're lubricating everything just just to be able to get it out because what happens is is sometimes coat if you if if your dog is a German Shepherd that has that real heavy, thick coat that just, the undercoat sometimes has a hard time actually getting out. So what it does, mm-hmm. it binds itself to the, to, to the coat that's there, that's the, the living coat, um, that's not ready to come out. So what you want to do is, is, as soon as your dog, you towel dry your dog, do a good brushing and combing. And I'm going to specify it, and combing because that's really important. And you want to be able to get your comb 100% through the dog right down to the skin, and it should go through easily. If it doesn't, then you want to brush that area a little bit more until you're able to do that. Once the dog becomes dry, 
immediately when the dog becomes dry, you want to repeat the process. Because what will happen is is you loosened up a lot of it that really didn't come out because it was wet and it, it, and it, it, it you know bound to that coat a little bit just because it's wet, and then go over it again. And if you had a tool like a, um, um, it's a carding tool, but the most famous carding tool out there is a Furminator. And they're a little bit pricey. They're anywhere between 40 and $60, but they work wonders. And what you'll do is you'll take that tool and you'll just use the weight of the tool and you'll go over the dog as if you are brushing, as if you're brushing the dog. Now, one thing that's really important with these tools if you do it too hard, there's two things that are going to happen. You're going to cut the coat, which is going to make everything worse because when you cut a shedding dog's coat, you, it grows more under coat. So you want to do it real lightly. The other thing you can do if you press too hard is you can irritate. So you want to constantly keep looking at the skin. If you do this, I'm going to say in the beginning, in order to get it under control, um, if you bathe your dog once, that every day during the week after the bath, you want you want to do this for seven days until the shedding reduces. Now it's never going to stop, so you don't want to brush until right. you think it's going to stop. But what you can do is, and the best way I tell people is to be able to tell when to stop is remove all the loose coat off of the dog and then pet your dog. And when you pet your dog, if no hair is flying off. That's when you're done. Okay, that's when you know that you're done, because you can you can comb that dog bald, and and every every piece of hair will come out eventually, um, at some point. So that's that's how you know when the natural process of it is 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 ready. But really, depending on your on your pet, some dogs just shed an awful lot, and um, a lot of times you can only reduce the amount, but you can never stop it. Right. Well, and I understand that she is a dog, but she's all black, and right now she. With all the the coat that's coming out, she looks red because all that that undercoat is just such a. It's just you know what? And also, they make a great product. I don't know if you have any equestrian um, places around you where they sell horse products. And mm-hmm. there is a product called Shoshin. You can even order, order it offline. Now, it's a silicone-based product, so you don't want to use it more than, I'm going to say, twice a month. But what that's also going to do, it's going to coat the hair. Um, and it's going to, it, your shedding coat will release a little bit easier and it will come out quicker. So when you brush your pet, It'll come out a little bit easier for you, and that reddish dead coat will come right out. But if you use it too much, the hair will start breaking off. So I don't. I'd say no more than twice a month. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's one of my big secrets that I that I use on shedding dogs in the salon, the Shoshin. It works. It works unbelievable. Okay, super. Hey Jan, thanks for your call today. We appreciate you listening to Animal Radio. Toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. That's the Doctor Debbie, Dog Trainer Alan Cable, Dog Father Joey Villani, or Animal Communicator Joy Turner. Now, I wish I can invent a de-shedding product that actually worked that removed all the coat because I think it would um make make me a lot of money if um if there was something out there that can do it. There's a lot of things out there that claim they can do it, but it's it's such a natural process it's almost impossible. Mm. Mm, that's all I get is mm, okay. No, I'm just thinking right. we need to hire the yeah. scientists and the researchers and get this done because if we can make a, a buck off of something like this, you know, I'm all over that. There you go. Mm. <laughs> This brought to us by Stella and Chewy's Natural Goodness for Dogs Made with Raw USDA Inspected Meat. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones, no antibiotics. The official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, StellaandChewies.com. We got this out of the paper this morning. 
Kind of an interesting article, especially if you live on the East Coast. Any day now, billions of cicadas with the bulging red eyes, no relation to John Cicada, by the way, they will crawl out of the earth after 17 years underground. Their life cycle is 17 wow. years. And they're going to come out this season. They're going to overrun the East Coast. Ew. Uh, they say in uh, Connecticut and North Carolina, people will be outnumbered roughly 600 to 1. Whoa. This is just like Tiny Tim. Every 17 years, he crawls out, you see him, and then he disappears again. Did you ever, did you guys ever deal with them? I mean, in New Jersey, yeah. I mean, I mean, you see them every year, but when it's time, when, when they come out, it's, it's disgusting. It, it's, and, oh. and, and, you know, and they're terrifying. Even though they don't, they don't bite, they just make a lot of noise, and, uh, and, and, and it's like, um, it's like a flying turd is the best way to explain it. That's, that's, that's what it looks like. I'm serious. It's, uh, it's, it's really terrifying now, you know, because Chris Christie got that lap band put in, so he's not going to eat as many of them as he used to. As he used so to, so there might be more this yeah. year. Yeah. They won't hurt you. Scientists have even given them a horror movie name this year called Brood 2 is what they're calling this uh, invasion that will be happening. And like I said, they won't hurt you. Maybe some of your shrubs, they might mess up with some of your shrubs there. They won't zombify people or, uh, you know, suck blood or anything like that. They're looking for just one thing, in fact, and they've been waiting a long time, 17 Aren't years. we all? Yeah. Aren't we all? Since 1996, this group of one-inch bugs in the wingless nymph form have been a few feet underground sucking on tree roots. They'll emerge only when the ground temperature reaches precisely 64 degrees. And after a few weeks up in the trees, they'll die. And their offspring will go underground, and not to return till 2030. So I think that's kind of a unique. I wish all bugs were like that. They they would just come out once in a while and disappear for 17 years. Yeah. Apparently, apparently they are um, edible, very edible. Are they like grasshoppers? Yeah, chocolate covered cicadas. I'll eat almost anything covered in chocolate. When you think of Wall, you naturally think of clippers. But Wall has introduced a wide range of products that promise to streamline bath time and general grooming. Wall provides a full line of pet products including clippers and trimmer kits, brushes, shampoos, doggy deodorants, and even odor neutralizers. Wall doesn't just sell these products. Their website also features do-it-yourself information on how to care for your dog's grooming needs at home. Pet owners and professionals alike prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com or find Wall products at a store near you. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to StellaandChewy's.com. Mom, I had the best dream. <laughs> well, good morning to you, too. Okay, so I was at night. I had a sword, and our house was a castle. There was this angry dragon. It was kind of scary. Oh, yeah? But I protected the castle. Oh, that's my brave little man. I'm glad our castle is safe. Your home is your castle, and sometimes you need help defending it. The National Association of Realtors supports maintaining homeowner tax incentives because they make home ownership more affordable for more families. Learn more at HouseLogic.com. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. 
Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Radio. Grab your pets, bring them around the radio and join us. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Anywhere in this country, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joy Turner all here for you. Let's head to David. Hey, David, how you doing? Hey, man. Who's this? This is Animal Radio. i got Dr. Debbie right here to my left, to my right, Alan Cable. Judy's over there. I'm sitting here in a nice uh, tweed shirt, and uh, we're all just <laughs> waiting for you, buddy. <laughs> okay, here's the scenario. I board my horses down on a country road at some stables. Now, the woman took Mama Raccoon because it was skinning her calf off 20 miles away, just left these three little babies in the wall where I stabled my horse. Mm. So I got them out just to discover that they don't have any teeth yet. Their eyes are barely open. And I had my 13-year-old daughter with me that was going, Oh, Dad! (laughs) So I got three baby raccoons. We're going to keep them. My wife has got a hold of some website that says they're vicious after six months. And they now I understand they steal from you. Anything bright, shiny, car keys, glasses, whatever it may be. Uh-huh. But everybody I've talked to up here that has raccoons themselves say, no, that's all a lie. Now, I, mm. I do understand that I need to get them fixed, and they need to get their rabies shots and, and get stiffer shots. But I guess what I'm asking, is there a place that you know of here in, in northern Texas that I may take them to so they can have a normal life? Okay. All right, David. This is going to be a call that you're not going to probably like anything I have to tell you. <laughs> I'll be very okay. honest. Okay. The the honest truth about raccoons as pets is they make pathetic pets. Now, there may be exceptions, but generally, these are wild animals. So even if they're raised generations in captivity, when they hit maturity, generally by two years of age, they become aggressive, um, they get big, um, and they become destructive. But that's only one part of the equation. The biggest part of the equation that I have is human health. And there are several conditions and diseases that are putting yourself and your children in jeopardy. And as a veterinarian who is trained in zoonotic diseases, diseases that affect people and animals, the raccoon is definitely not a pet I would recommend to have around children. And the reason is many. One is because in the United States, the raccoon is the most common vector or carrier for rabies. And actually, 36% of wildlife cases are because of raccoons. So it is not a critter that I recommend. Now, the reason is because if a human is bitten by, uh, even if you've kept this baby indoors, they've never been outside, you're confident it's never been exposed to rabies. If this raccoon were to bite any human individual, it needs to be put to sleep. And that is one of the big challenges with people who raise raccoons. So in order to raise raccoons, you need to have a wildlife rehabilitation license, and that would be the person I would recommend that you take these babies to. And you can check with uh, um, your your state um, uh, health and animal control units. They can direct you on that. But there's yet another disease that's even, well, just as terrifying that can affect people that 
that raccoons carry. And they have a type of roundworm called Bayless ascaris. And they shed massive quantities of this parasite in their feces, thousands of eggs every day, and contaminate environments. And this worm, when it develops into people, it causes severe neurologic disease or death. And the bad thing is that kits that age, so when they're seven, nine weeks of age or younger, they may test negative for this parasite if we were to check their stool sample. But they may go on later to shed this parasite. So it is a very serious threat for human health. And, um, you know, that plus rabies plus the aggression issues, I really don't recommend them as pets. Now, I have treated raccoons. I will tell you there are vets that do. And, uh, yes, they can be spayed and neutered and vaccinated. There are really no vaccines that are recognized in raccoons, so you can give them rabies vaccines, but if they bite someone, like I said, they're pretty much going to have to be destroyed because of the human health issues involved with rabies. That's the hard truth, and um, you know, I know there are people that have raccoons, and they're a lot of fun when they're little, but um, you know, it really is a, a type of critter that I do recommend that you get in the hands of a wildlife rehabilitator so they can raise them, um, so that they can return to the wild good, healthy, and um, you know, keep your family safe. Now, who do I call to find one of these people? Well, you want to check. You can check. Start with your animal control authorities. Um, that would be one uh, source. If there's a Department of uh, Wildlife in the area, um, you would check yeah, with them. Yeah, there's one of those. They they will be able to direct you to that that person, and um, that's the you know the best thing I could advise for these little guys' sake and and for your own. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have them out in the wild, anyways. I mean, I'd hate to be caged up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, they they are interesting, fun little critters, but, uh, you know, they definitely can have their share of trouble <laughs> when they get older, I will tell you that. So, yeah, I got well, a good friend luck. with one, he's two years old, and half the time he doesn't make it to work because the <laughs> raccoon took and hit his keys. Oh, or his oh. <laughs> I don't know how often that the excuse would go over at work, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, my boss is getting really upset with him, but... Yeah. I know, we just have to wait and see. Yeah. You're going to have to break the news to your daughter, and I'm sure that ain't going to be easy. Uh, kudos. Tell her she did a good thing, the, the babies were saved, and now they're going to go on to live a happy life in the wild where they should be. All right. And thank you very much for calling me back. Hey, thanks for your call today, David. We appreciate it. one 405 8405 I forget to mention that they're illegal in a lot of states. Oh. Raccoons are illegal as pets. Not only that, you could be fined up to $20,000 if you keep them as pets. So it would be very prudent to check with your wildlife authorities. This portion brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products. Pet grooming can be easy and pain-free with Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which includes everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and pet professionals prefer Wall. Visit them at wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L. Pet.com. Which one are we going to? Line one. Jonathan, hey, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Awesome. I was wondering, I got a uh, probably about a 10-month-old uh, Australian Shepherd mix, and I was wondering, during the day, he's in the backyard when we're home, you know, and in the, at night, we like to sit on the porch, you know, enjoy the nice weather, and we want him in the front yard, but he, he'll run off. I was just wondering if there's like a training method I could use so he doesn't cross that threshold to going out in the street. Hey, Jonathan, thanks for calling, buddy. Where, where are you calling from? Uh, Great Bend, Kansas. Hey, that's a beautiful place. Uh, look at... <laughs> um, 
you know, when dogs run out of the yard, it's usually because there's something, they think there's something more interesting out there. And it's also because they don't respect you. And, you know, a little technique that I like to use because you're sitting there relaxing in the yard and you don't want to get up and chase him. Do you get up and chase him when he runs out of the yard? Do you chase after him? Yeah. yeah. I walk so, after him. I don't, I'm not running anywhere. You're not running, but you go after him, right? And then he runs further yeah. away from you, right? He's checking you out. He's like, he runs further. When you do that, believe it or not, you're feeding right into that behavior because the dog looks at it as a game. The dog doesn't look at it like, oh, he's coming after me. The dog's like, you're joining in to play the game, and the game is chase. That's what the game yeah. is. So here's a good technique that I like to use for your problem. It really works well. Get yourself one of those 50-foot leashes, you know, a real long leash, and just let it sit on the ground, and, and you can wrap it around your leg, or you can put it around the leg of a chair, or you can just let it, you know, be free. And as soon as your dog gets near the perimeter of where you don't want him to go, you step on it so that he gets a major shock. He gets a major correction by the neck. As soon as he goes to that point where he's taken off, you see him, you step on the leash, and kabam, he gets a major correction. Don't say anything. Don't talk to him. Have a bunch of treats in your pocket. And when he decides to come around, come to you, you know, don't call him, though. You give him a treat. So what you're teaching him is, oh, this is as far as I can go. And if I go any further, I'm gonna get sh I'm gonna get a jolt. I'm gonna get a correction. And if I go near my owner, I get a treat. And you got to do that consistently for a long period of time. And couple that with the with the with the come command. Teach your dog to come to you. Teach your dog to come when you say come, and never reprimand him when he comes to you. That's the biggest mistake I see people make. You know, they will get frustrated and mad, and they say, come over here, come over here. And the dog finally comes to them, and then they're mad at him. So it teaches them when he comes, he's going to get reprimanded and scolded and maybe even swatted. So why would he come to you? So you got to make exactly. coming to you a very pleasurable experience. But you start doing that to where, you know, the perimeter of, the, uh, of where you want him to go is where he's going to get jolted because you're stepping on that rope, and he will learn that's as far as you want him to go. Okay? All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, buddy. You know what right, works have good? A good? Have a good weekend. You know what works real good? A fence. Yeah, a fence is awesome. But, you know, fence Joey, works wonderful. Thing. Some people want to, you know, they want their dogs to be uh, obedient. They want their dogs to actually listen. And the come command is a very important command because I always tell people this. A dog can escape. You never know when. It's very important that when you say come, your dog stops in his tracks and comes to you. And the reason for this is because what if a car is coming, you know? You don't want to watch your dog get hit by a car. So you've got to be able to say stop or come and have your dog respect you enough to stop dead in his tracks, even if he's chasing a bunny, and turn around and come to you. And that can be done. D Herbs, home of the Full Body Cleanse, also offers 100% all-natural, all-herbal pet care products with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. You know the importance of human health and nutrition, but what about your pets? Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing holistically and naturally for you and your pet. Go to dherbs.com. 
That's dherbs.com, providing solutions for better health. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Ladies, when was the last time you were happy with your body? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance starts causing symptoms like hot flashes, sleeplessness, low energy, irritability, and lack of sexual desire. It's not your fault. And you don't have to let these symptoms reduce your quality of life anymore. Because now we have Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to balance hormones and relieve the uncomfortable symptoms of menopause safely and effectively. In fact, Amberin is so powerful, we guarantee you will love your body again. Right now, you can receive a guaranteed risk-free trial of Amberin with a 30-day supply free. Call now and we'll send it to you today. 1-800-586-6065. And when you call right now, you'll also receive our amazing weight loss program for women over 40 absolutely free. But you have to call now at 1-800-586-6065. That's 1-800-586-6065. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. A family in Northern Virginia is cleaning up after a bear ripped off their garage door. WRC-TV says this bear tore down the door, possibly because the smell of an extra refrigerator was in the garage. And uh, the family noticed the bear had quickly barricaded the door to the house. He did not want to share anything that was in that fridge. The bear left before authorities showed up, but came back later that night. The search continues for the refrigerating bear. Nobody was hurt in the incident. A couple steaks were gone. That bear made a PB&J sandwich and left. A Pennsylvania man is going to be facing some charges of reckless endangerment for allegedly chasing a deer through a Walmart parking lot last November. And then he shot it very close to the building. Conservation officer Jack Lucas says Archangelo Bianco Jr. was not only too close to an occupied building, he didn't even have a license to hunt. Based off the size of the antlers itself, it is, we would consider it a trophy class on Boone and Crockett scale. Uh, and it's contraband for him. Yeah, so it's unlawful for him to possess. Bianco appeared in Blairsville District Court yesterday where he was ordered to stand trial for killing the 10-point buck at the Burrell Township Walmart last year. His lawyer says the state police originally declined to press charges against his client because he had a gun license and was trying to humanely kill a wounded animal. Where'd you get that big buck? Well, got it at Walmart. Killed it at Walmart. (laughs) They see, you can get anything at Walmart. A pet lemon law is going into effect. Illinois State Senator Dan Kowalski's legislation is promoting a healthier pet population, and it passed the Senate. Currently, pet stores are asked to inform the buyer of a certain detail about a dog or cat, including where they're from, if they've had any medical treatment, or if they were returned to the store from another customer. But what happens if the dog or cat is ill? or has a disease. Well, his proposal allows a pet owner to return their new pet to the store and then get a refund if a vet confirms that the pet was purchased with an illness not disclosed by the seller. Consumers would also have an option to keep the animal and have the pet store pay up to twice the cost of the animal for treatment. Not only does this legislation protect consumers, it'll also uh protect the pet population. It'll discourage breeders and stores from selling unhealthy cats and dogs and reduce the spread of disease.
Pet ownership among single people has increased by nearly 17% from 46.9% in 2006 to 54.7% in 2011. This is a recent survey by the American Vet Association. And the study also indicates that singles are more likely to think of pets as family members rather than companions or properties. I guess it's because, you know, so many people are living alone now. You know, the divorce rate is high and people are getting pets as companions. And they're a lot better. They don't talk back and they do what you tell them to. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at animalradio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at animalradio.com. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Mom, I had the best dream. <laughs> well, good morning to you, too. Okay, so I was a knight. I had a sword. And our house was a castle. There was this angry dragon. It was kind of scary. Oh, yeah? But I protected the castle. Oh, that's my brave little man. I'm glad our castle is safe. Your home is your castle, and sometimes you need help defending it. The National Association of Realtors supports maintaining homeowner tax incentives because they make home ownership more affordable for more families. Learn more at houselogic.com. It was the moment I realized I was about to lose my job. I found myself searching for pills instead of just being with my family. At that moment, I finally decided to get help for my addiction to opioids. The prescription painkillers. At TurnToHelpNow.com, you'll learn that opioid dependence is a real medical condition and that there are different ways to get help, including those in a private setting, without the need for daily visits. That moment led me to TurnToHelpNow.com. Make now your moment. Visit TurnToHelpNow.com today. Want a bright start to summer? Ask Sherwin-Williams during the Sunny Day Sale and save 30% on paints and stains May 19th through the 27th. With colors like pool blue, organic green, and daffodil, we've got everything you need to add a splash of color. Visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams paint store and save. Find your nearest store at sherwinwilliams.com sale. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. the show where you start to just lavish praise on me well you're just such a like you know the rest of like me i'm a slouch joey you know he's a lazy guy you know we don't keep up on the latest procedures and things we're not we're, we're not reading the 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 industry documentary uh, the history what do they call it research yeah and you you're up on everything <laughs> well thank you never the, sleep you're my little fan club huh <laughs> You need you're just trying to get me excited. I know what the, you're just trying to get me going here. Oh, I got something. I, I can't wait something. for today's Will Dr. Debbie Will it get, get Dr. Debbie excited? Yes, that's on the way in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. I see that, and I don't know if you've been following this, Obi has uh, just had his surgery. The, the extreme overweight dachshund. Dachshund. Yeah, he yes. weighed 77 pounds. Gosh, Think about like a, that. He looked like a balloon. Didn't even look like a real dog. Those of you that don't know the dachshund, that's the uh, wiener dog, the hot dog dog. Yeah, the average weight is probably what, Dr. Debbie, about 
10, 15 pounds, if even that? Yeah, maybe up to 20, we can forgive that. Yeah. But yeah, 70 pounds is really inexcusable <laughs> for a dachshund. For a dachshund. But he did lose it on a diet, part of the biggest loser for animals. And he's now down to 35 pounds. Yeah, I heard they actually had to remove some of the loose skin. He that was the surgery? surgery? Yeah, he had so much that, excess skin. He had plastic surgery, basically, like yeah. just like people who have to have all that excess skin removed. And you know, it was just kind of dragging on the floor. So um, I'm, I'm so happy to see his quality of life is better. He's lost the weight, and now he can feel good about getting out there in bikini season, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Can you get his mom on the phone? I'll try. Okay, I'll maybe this week or next week we'll okay. have her on the phone to okay. talk with us. Right now, I'm going to express my love for chimpanzees because I've, you've al- al- you've always, I've always yep, yes. I've, I wanted one. And did you meet uh, Michael Jackson's, was it Bubbles? I hung with Bubbles, Bubbles for a while. Yeah, Bubbles not a lot baby. of people know that. They're very entertaining. Yes. I'll tell you, if I had the choice of sitting down for the afternoon with Alan Cable or this particular chimpanzee, <laughs> well, that's that's not well. You know. I'd probably pick both. That would be that would be what I would do. But you've told me that I can't get a chimpanzee and and that no. we can't get like a. I just wanted like a studio stunt chimpanzee, maybe one that whenever we came into work was here, or maybe no, 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 no. no. Answer the phones. No, come on, Hal. Think they're, they're they're almost like children. You want to you want to use one as a pet and and to serve you and things. That's not right. Don't you want a little child to throw poop around? No, I'm going to pass. Okay, so I'm vicariously living through the Chimpanzee Chronicles, and that's the author, Deborah Rosenman, joining us. Hi, Deborah. How are you doing? Great. How are you? Very good. So you like chimps like I like chimps, huh? You know, actually, I did. And when I owned an event planning business in New York City, I hired a chimpanzee. A little baby came in on roller skates and was the hit of the party, and I had absolutely no idea that I was part of a a problem in, in hiring the chimps because I never thought about what happens to the chimp after, you know, she or he grows up and gets too strong to be, you know, running around at, at parties. And it's never, never a good um, thing that happens to them. They end up in, in roadside zoos and medical research or in people's homes and cages for the duration of their life. So, but who doesn't love a baby chimpanzee? But it's our similarities that have gotten them into so much trouble. Well, that's what I like about them is they have all those feelings that, you know, the dog or the cat may not show. They'll laugh. They're emotionally complex. They're capable of feeling and expressing the same emotions we do. Now, you wrote a book, Chimpanzee Chronicles, about some of the lives of some of these chimpanzees. I read this book. I couldn't put it down. I mean, it breaks your heart to see that these animals that are so much like humans being treated with for all these experiments and these medical labs and just like reaching out to people like, help me, you know, get me out of here and just kind of shutting down and just withdrawn. It's just a shame. It just breaks your heart. It does. And actually, I have one story in the book where a chimpanzee was taught American Sign Language as a youngster. And then, of course, you know, he got big and he ended up in medical research and many, many, many years later, someone came in, one of my authors, who spoke sign language and um, went to his cage. Uh-huh. His name is Bruno. And he actually, the first signs that he signed were key out. Oh. And he went on to say, out, out, key out. And he, like, you know, went and started bobbing up and down, like, by the front of his cage, like uh, the author, who's Dr. Mark Bodemer, would let him out. You know, what do you say? What do you, you know, what do we do? I mean, chimps actually can speak our own language, American Sign Language, and mm-hmm. ask to be set free. It's heartbreaking. Mm. Wow. 
We're short on time here, but I wanted to find out about Project R&R. What is that? Project R&R is a campaign of the New England Anti-Vivisection Society in um, out of Boston, and they work tirelessly, not only for chimps, I mean, in needs, but in the um, Project R&R, to retire chimps out of medical research. And right now, uh, they've been working so hard to push a bill in, in Washington, and the bill sits before the Senate. It's called the Grade A Protection and Cost Savings Act. And when that is, you know, accepted, that will retire all federally funded chimpanzees in this country. So that'll be about maybe 700 of them. Now, your book, I read an advanced copy. This book hasn't been published yet. No, actually, um, I decided that I wanted to self-publish it so I can get it out into the world quickly. And the book will be ready to be uh, published in September, but I need a little help with the finances. So I'm running an Indiegogo campaign right now for the Chimpanzee Chronicles and hoping to um, raise all the money that I need in the next month to what is, is that, get is this that, going. Is that like Kickstarter? It, it's exactly like Kickstarter. Okay, the uh, website, your website is chimpanzeechronicles.com. Of course, we'll link to everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.com. I thank you so much, Deborah Rosenman, joining us today. I look forward to seeing the book. Thank you, and I really, really love what you guys do as well. So um, it takes all of us to affect change for, for animals. Ain't that for sure. Takes a village. That's amazing. I was actually to a bar mitzvah with chimpanzees on roller skates when I was like 13. Really? Yeah, in New York City. There was a guy across the street from me who was a, he had a wedding orchestra and uh, me and my friends, he'd pay us to set up all the PA stuff and we would drive in his car to the weddings, the bar mitzvahs. I've been, I was to hundreds of weddings and bar mitzvahs and there was one that it was so much money. It was in New Jersey and the guy, the kid had a McDonald's sign with his name on it and chimpanzees were, you know, roller skating around inside the bar mitzvah. Jeez. I didn't get one in my bar mitzvah. <laughs> no. I'm going to the bathroom, man. I'll be right back. Oh, jeez. You know, I gotta say that, you know, I think chimps are wonderful, but they kind of do spook me out. They've got such soulful eyes. They're so yeah. human-like. It, it, it does, it hurts to see them in some scenarios where it does, look like little people. Sorry, I'm shifting my buttocks. Buttockle shifting. Where did Alan go? I think he's just, I'm gonna tell on him. He was texting me during that interview. <gasps> I'm gonna take mm-hmm. his phone away. You yeah. know? When he comes in the studio, I want all phones. He was sending me pictures. <laughs> Naked pictures, I hope. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thankfully not. <laughs> yeah, how long does it take to go to the bathroom, Alan? I hope he didn't take his phone. <laughs> <laughs> He's texting you from the bathroom. That is classified as TMI. Any of you know who Elaine Hendricks is? Jimi Hendrix's wife. No relation. Jimi Hendrix okay. wasn't married. Come on. She's an actress. Oh. She was oh, in uh, never know. The Parent Trap. Criminal Minds, oh, I, NCI. Oh, uh, yep. oh, okay. I know exactly who you're talking about. Here's her picture. Take a look. You'll recognize her. She's going to be on the show next week. Is that correct, yes, Miss Judith? The pet matchmaker. She's uh, matchmaking people and pets. Exactly. Oh. Mm. But that's your thing. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. I would bet Joey would say so. What's that? There's a difference between a razor and a clipper, right? 
Oh, completely. Completely. A razor is what you shave your face with. A clipper is what you um, remove coat with on a, on either your um, dog um, fur on your cat or on the top of your head. Oh, so what you have in your hand is a clipper, and it happens to be the lithium-ion pet clipper from Wall. It's cool, ain't it? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually run out the door with it because it's so <laughs> hey. cool. You, you know what it. I like about it? What do you like The about best it? thing about it is, is you can use it without a cord, and if you run out of your battery power because you just didn't charge it, you could plug it in and use it. So it's very convenient that way because I know if anyone's like me, I always forget to you know charge stuff, and um, as soon as I go for it, like my um, cordless um, oh, yeah. drills and stuff. So it works great that way. The other thing is that they put a, this number 10 blade on it, which is extremely safe, and it works good with these snap-on combs that you could put on these attachments. So you can leave the um, coat from like a quarter inch long to about an inch, so you can do these really cool haircuts, and it comes with a with a mirror, and it comes with um, a, a DVD that tells you how to do these cool haircuts, and it's in this cool case. Mm, and I like the, good stuff. The battery is, you know, last year we had the same thing, but now this year they've added the lithium-ion rechargeable battery, which is what they use in cell phones, so it lasts a lot longer, and it seems to me to be a little lighter than the one that uh, they had last year. I think you're right. I think you're right there, because it does feel a lot lighter. They also have the oatmeal shampoo. You love that stuff. I use that. It on smells Ladybug. like a mojito. It yeah. does smell like a mojito. I use that on Ladybug all the time. It, she smells good. And she looks. Clean. Can I smell her? You now? know what? Yes. Yeah. It goes a long way too because um, uh-huh. it, 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 you you could break it down. It's dilutable. You can either use it straight out of the bottle, or you could dilute it, and it's actually designed that way because a lot of shampoos aren't designed to to work that way. So you know what? If you want to stretch it, if you got a big dog, you can dilute it, and you'll get the same result. Good mm. stuff. Let's give away some wall product right now. The no rinse. Shampoo, the odor naturalizer, and the oatmeal shampoo from Wall. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. And if you, you have, meant, yes, you meant odor neutralizer, right? Natural, not naturalizer. Did I say naturalizer? Yeah, I, I just wanted. Said, I just want to clarify. Thank, that. Thanks for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to naturalize around. those odors. No, you you want to neutralize yes. them. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and give away some of that. And then if you work at a shelter, give me a call right now. We'll give you one of the pet clippers, clippers, the lithium-ion pet clippers from Wall and the no-rinse shampoo, the odor neutralizer, and the oatmeal shampoo. Good stuff. Out of Iowa, Madrid, Iowa, an Iowa woman whose nose was severely injured by a dog that attacked her. Uh, she was on her walk with her husband, and this 50-pound Labrador ran up to her and started to attack her. Her husband reached down to the dog and bit the dog back. And, Good uh, for him. Yeah, and Whoa. that's that's actually... That stopped him, huh? Didn't we hear about that last week? One of our listeners bit, bit her dog. Bit yes. her dog back? Yeah. Yes. Would you recommend that, Alan, to bite dogs? Uh, you know what? If it gets to that point, you've done so many things wrong already that you're acting out of sheer frustration. And whenever you <laughs> act out of sheer frustration, it's not a good thing. Not a good thing. Huh, you know, my mom no, bit you probably my get... brother. What happened? You say? My your, mom, your mom bit, bit your brother? Yeah, my mom bit my brother when he was biting his sisters, me and my other sisters. So my mom, That makes sense. My mom really does. People, it makes bit sense. him back. The only thing I can assume is that when you're biting a dog, it's very easy for them to turn and bite you again. And now you're sure. face, face-to-face level, you know, so, I mean. Yeah, I would, and their I teeth can probably, do more damage. Than I, yeah, I would probably stay away from that. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I'd love to know what the woman, the poor woman, was doing when the dog. She must have been freaking out and panicking and just just screaming. And the dog just got wound up and kooky and he just, uh, he he just said it was lost a, himself. Elaborate. Uh, 50-pound Labrador mix. God, they're usually friendly. Usually. A big dog. We'd have to know the particulars. We really do. Not just some guy reading the story out of the paper. Studios on fire. Sorry. (laughs) Let it burn. 
You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie, I'm not very happy with your level of excitement. I've, I've attempted many different roads. I've taken many different routes to the exciting arena of your, uh, of your brain corpuscles. But now I have decided to deviate from my normal path in search of the ultimate excitement. I think I have something that will definitely send you over the edge. And I'm very okay. excited about that. The bears don't do it. The deer, the synchronized deer pooping doesn't do it. I, I will no, figure I it. told you I thought those were really cool. I like the bear thing. I just, I, I wondered about your safety. You know, it, it was exciting, oh, yeah. but it, it made me very nervous for your safety. Well, you got to be careful in this neighborhood. My wife just saw a bear last week. Wow. Yeah, and uh, what I'm else? sure that was a bear she saw? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and a bobcat. I saw a bobcat. Wow, you want to walk around here. with a lunch meat sandwich in your hand in your neighborhood. <laughs> no, no, you got to be very careful up here. Stacy, what are you working on? You know how they have car lemon laws? Like if you buy a car within a certain period, you can return it if like the steering wheel falls off in your lap or something happens. Um, there's a new pet lemon law that's going into effect. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. That's like the lady that sat on the toilet after her husband painted it and it got glued to her butt. So they went to the doctor, and he says to the doctor, have you ever seen anything like this before? And the doctor said, yeah, but not framed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Animal Radio, one 405 A pet lemon law? You know, I actually do tell clients that they got a lemon. I, really? I do use those words, yes. I, I am a plain-talking doc. I don't kind of mince words. I will tell you, if you've got a lot of medical problems and you just get that pet, I, I'll let you know. Wow, that's sad when that happens. You know, there's some unscrupulous breeders out there. Hey, coming up on today's you know. show, we have these guys that are building an ark, a Noah's ark, to biblical specifications. That's all on the way, as well as a brand-new app to report. What is that? Uh Animal abuse? Animal abuse, Animal yeah. Abuse. You can take videos or audio and just send it right in. And you don't have to know where to report it in your area. It just automatically goes to the correct authorities. got to love it's that. It's like being an animal cop on yourself. Right? I know. Let's hit the phones. How about we head to Richard? Hey, Richard, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Indiana. Beautiful Indiana. What's going on? Uh, I have a question for Dr. Debbie. Okay. I have a uh, Chihuahua. His name is Tiger. He's uh, almost two years old. He'll be two years old in July. And I take him for walks every day. We're usually at about a half hour, and it's around a mile that we walk. And I've noticed that when we come home, he just pops down and goes to sleep and just lays around the rest of the day. I was wondering if that was normal or should I be spacing the walks out and not going so far at one time or what's going on here. Now, are you aware of any kind of um, orthopedic problems, any kind of joint issues that he has? No, no. Okay, and is he a chubby fella, or is he a healthy weight? <laughs> he's, he's about four pounds. Now, he is a little on the thick side, but he's only about four or five pounds. Okay, and, and if are you around, like, after the walk, and does he just kind of not want to do anything, or does he get up and show interest in other things during the day? No, he, he'll show interest in other things during the day, but it seems like after we walk, he just lays around and then just, just like he's wore out. So I didn't know if maybe I should start spacing it out like 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. Um, yeah. I did also, also didn't know if maybe it was a case where he was getting too tired. Maybe I should start taking water with me or... 
Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you that for a half-hour walk, that is not an extreme amount of activity for a dog of his age. And that's why I was asking if he had any excess weight problems or if he had an orthopedic problem, because some of these little guys commonly have knee issues and such, things that might make him less able to kind of bounce back from um, activity. But, you know, I recommend up to an hour of exercise a day for a normal, healthy dog. So for me, I would feel better having you take this little guy to a vet and just have a couple things checked out. Um, there okay. are some things that, that do come to mind. Um, those first two things I mentioned, you know, joint problems as, as well as weight. But, you know, I would definitely want to just take a good listen to his heart. So we'd want to check that out by uh, taking a good listen, make sure we don't hear any heart murmurs, any abnormal rhythm changes in the heart, and really make sure his ticker's good. And then the next thing is there are some hormonal problems that can cause um, weakness and an inability to tolerate what we'd call normal everyday exercise for dogs. And I'd say 30 minutes is pretty normal. Um, so there are diseases like Addison's disease, which is a problem where a dog can have a low cortisone level, and that can make them very, um, you know, kind of sluggish at times. They can even have digestive problems from time to time. So so some of these things we might want to kind of get some assurances that we don't have that, or if we do, that we can start going down that pathway. Um, because, yeah, he, he really ought to handle that duration of exercise. Um, now, if you were telling me you were taking him out and running him and you know you're doing a jog around the block 30 minutes and then he was really tuckered out um, yeah i'd understand that but i, I think right. you're doing very reasonable good activity and um, you know i would just make sure you know your vet checks him out and gives him a clean bill of health and then from there you know the good thing about exercise is it usually helps to regulate their appetite and it keeps them out of trouble so sometimes having a quiet dog around the house is a good thing um you know as long as we're comfortable he's not having any kind of health issue there right all right well thank you very much Hey, thanks for your call. Thank you. At 1-866-405-8405. That is toll-free to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Volani, the dog father, and, of course, animal communicator Joy Turner. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by The Herbs. With over 400 products available for both you and your pet, jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to TheHerbs.com, providing solutions for better health. Good day, animal lovers. It is time for your resident party animal, and that'd be me, Vinnie Penn. Uh, just hung up the phone with uh, my sister who lives out in Las Vegas. She had to go because she was having what she called a play date with her dog. She has a girlfriend who got uh, the same dog, same time as her. They're, uh, technically, the dogs are uh, brothers. I don't know, brother and sister or sisters. I don't know. I never inquire about the sex of the animal when a dog is introduced into a family. But she said, yeah, we're having a play date with the dogs. And I said, well, this this is a brilliant idea. And she said, yeah, she comes over once a week and we let the dogs play in the yard and then we get to catch up. We also have a yappy hour, she said. And I, and I said, excuse me? She goes, yeah, yappy hour. You know, we, we have drinks. We'll crack open a couple of bottles of wine. And I thought to myself, this is not a play date for the dogs. No matter what clever name you come up with, whatever, guys, this is an excuse for you to uh, get drunk with uh, your girlfriend uh, under the ruse that you care about your animals and then um, drive the little guy home drunk. I, I, and I've met her friend Anne-Marie before. I could see her propping her dog up in her lap and having that dog steer the car. Yaffy hour. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio.
Hi, this is Doug Gray of the Marshall Tucker Band. And forever, you'll always be listening to Animal Radio. Keep loving those pets. You, looking down at your radio, it's Animal Radio. Our number is toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. It spells nothing, except maybe Kuflug and I, I think we figured that out. I'm Hal, <laughs> Judy is screening your calls, and uh, getting getting you ready to speak to either Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, or animal communicator Joy Turner. And by the way, you can ask your questions from the Animal Radio app. There's an app for that. There is an app. It's an iPhone or Android app, and they just updated it. It's bigger and better than ever. Not only can you ask your questions, but you can go to all our resources and listen to the show. So we encourage you to download that app right now. It is free. And speaking of apps, there's a brand new app brought to us from the Animal Legal Defense Fund. And uh, from the Animal Legal Defense Fund, I have Megan Backus. Is it Backus? Backus? How are you doing, Megan? It's Bacchus, and I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Tell us about the new app. ALDF Crime Tips is now available for iPhone and Android. The app empowers its users with the tools necessary to safeguard the lives of animals at risk. So users are presented with an intuitive interface that allows them to submit audio, video, picture, and GPS information of any incident straight to the nearest law enforcement authority. Okay, so when you're talking about incidents... You're talking about animal abuse incidents. Against animals. Exactly. Often, you know, individuals contact me asking, where do they report animal abuse? And commonly, people are seeing starting horses and other livestock or a neighbor's neglected dog tied up without consistent food or water and during weather, or they suspect their neighbor is an animal hoarder. Mm. You know, we get a lot of calls. People will ask us if something is animal abuse, whether the neighbors next door have their chickens in a, uh, what, what did we hear just last week? They had it in a small cubicle fence that was too small. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to know if it was abuse and if they should report it. Is there any tips or guidelines you can give us for what we should be reporting? And, of course, when we report it, what happens? We submit audio, video, picture, GPS information. What all What all information are you getting? Right. So the the app is unique in that it lets, you know, a user report abuse anonymously. So, you know, whether you definitely know it's abuse or not is, is not important. It's It's the idea that even if you suspect that it's abuse, you can report that incident to animal control, and then it's up to their discretion on whether they might go out to investigate the incident. Do I need to know what organization I need to report it to? The app just automatically reports it to the correct authorities for you. That's what makes it wow. so easy. You know, there's not doing. You don't have to do a Google search of uh-huh. you know where do I report this. It just does it right for you. And so, a, what we did was ALDF work closely. Yeah. With LiveSafe, which is a Washington, D.C.-based mobile safety and incident reporting firm. And so what they do is ALDF Crime Tips is affiliated with LiveSafe's app Crime Push. And Crime Push is connected to police departments around the country. And if someone is reporting an animal abuse tip in that established jurisdiction, it goes straight to local law enforcement. And if not, the tip goes to a call center that's run by LiveSafe, and they receive the tip, and then they send it to the appropriate local law enforcement. 
I love this idea because, you know, in the Las Vegas area, we have four different jurisdictions where a pet owner might have to report. And you don't know. Sometimes those boundaries between one county line to another, they're they're kind of fuzzy to know. So that's awesome. Right. Yeah. Do I call the police? Do I call Animal Care and Control? Do I call my local humane society? You know, this app just takes care of it for you. And it makes it very easy. You don't have to second guess. Should I report this? You know, it's just so easy. You just take the photo or the video or just the tip, you know, write it in and submit it. And then local authorities have that on file. Now, is this anonymously? Will they know where it came from? You can do it anonymously or you can submit your info. Um, it's, it's your choice. But yes, there's definitely the option to do it anonymously. I like that. I like yeah. that whole anonymous thing. Okay. Is it a free download? It's a free download. Yes. Okay, we can get it at the uh, iTunes App Store or the Google Play Stores, both in iPhone and Android. Yes, or you could go to our website, www.alds.org, and you can find it there. And we'll put links to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. Thank you so much, Megan, doing good work over there at the Animal Legal Defense Okay, thanks for having me on. We'll head back to the phones next. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And coming up this hour, we're going to talk to a guy who's building a real-life Noah's Ark in Florida. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I said, we got to get them on the phone, find out what this is all about. I understand, or we're just learning that they speak Spanish. Yes, and, they're from Cuba, and they don't speak English. And uh, I don't think anybody here speaks very no. much Spanish enough. No. So We don't have a translator. You're going to find a translator. You know all the bad words. I don't know that we'll, that'll be very helpful. No, probably not. Stacy, what do you got? You know, Walmart's got some great deals. You can get a lot of stuff at Walmart. Sure. You could even go hunting at Walmart. I'm serious. Some guy shot a deer at Walmart, and uh, he kept the antlers. I'll tell you about it coming what? up on Animal Radio News. Yeah, we give you oh, the bizarre stories. Amazing. Yeah, that is an amazing. amazing place. Hey, did you know that the Sugar Bear in June, they tied the knot, and they're spending their honeymoon in aisle six of Walmart? Oh, so, that's so good to know. So good to wonderful know. Wonderful story. Uh, you're going to have another Will Dr. Debbie get excited today, I assume? Yes. Yes. Uh, my re- Research team and I have scanned the globe for the latest and exciting news that we we think will appeal to Dr. Debbie's frontal lobes. Well, you know what? I just thought this would be a little thing that would fade and go away, just a little, you know, one of Alan's little bits. But we've got sponsors now for this whole segment. We've got people calling the whole week long saying it's this is what they're talking about big. in front of the water cooler. Yeah. Jeez. Yes, yes, it's huge. And, and apparently, if you uh, Google Dr. Debbie getting excited online, uh, you'll find a lot of pictures that have nothing to do with this. But <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, th- I was thinking, oh, my God, what did you put on? <laughs> but you will see the uh, Twitter feeds and, and everybody that's following it, hash mark Debbie excited. That's all on the show today right here on Animal Radio. Very excited about that. We're going to head to the phones. If you have a question for Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani or Joey Turner, call now. I welcome back my bud, Mark. Traveling across the country with his, what, 23, 40, 50 dogs? You have a lot of dogs. Uh, 40, 50, I, I have a hard time keeping track of all of them. I'm yeah. so envious. That yeah. sounds like so much fun. Oh, really? All of them packed into an RV? It doesn't yeah, sound it like does. a lot of fun to me. That's a lot of poo. <laughs> yeah. Where are you now? I'm on the beach. On you the know. beach? You know me. Down in the Keys. I'm on Marathon Key, so right now I'm going to... Hang out on the Atlantic side of the uh, key because it's a little nicer here. More of a breeze, which keeps the mosquitoes away. Oh, yeah. What, well, do you have any mosquito problems? 
that's why I wanted to talk to you about this because uh, first and foremost, I trust you guys and your dream team, Hal. I mean, um, when I when I have pet questions, who do I call? You, right? You usually call when you have any kind of question, but yeah, that's okay. I mean, I, I think <laughs> I implicitly trust all of our doctors and and, and trainers and and everybody that works here at Animal Radio because they know what they're doing. Well, and you're not gonna you're not gonna try and just sell me something. You know, you go to the internet and everybody wants to sell you a product. So here's here's my my question is actually it's got two levels here. I'm concerned about my dogs and I'm concerned about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's you know it's mosquito season uh, in most parts of the country right now, and I want to I want to keep the mosquitoes off the dogs because naturally the mosquitoes go where the hair is thinnest around the ankles, the top of the head, bridge of the nose, around their eyes, stuff like that. But uh, I know that there's medication that you give them to, you know, keep Nile virus and heartworm and all that other stuff out mm-hmm. of them. But uh, the mosquitoes seem to bother them. But then they bother me because you bring the dogs in the house. Oh, look at that. There's 20, 30 mosquitoes swarming off of the dogs. <laughs> so I was, you know, I'm thinking, all right, well, I can spray you know, cutters and skin so soft and all this stuff on me, on my skin. So my logic tells me, well, maybe I could spray it on the dogs. But I realize the dogs are going to uh, lick their paws and lick various mm-hmm. areas. So Okay. And you have is, only dogs? What, what do we do to keep mosquitoes off of dogs so that we're not bringing them in the house? Okay. And you have only dogs you're traveling with or do you have cats as well? I have just dogs, but I'm, I'm sure dogs. it could be the same with cats. And in fact, I have a friend of mine who has a bunny rabbit, and they were saying they can't even take the bunny rabbit outside because the same thing. All the mosquitoes swarm inside the the fur, and then uh, they become free range inside the uh, yeah. you know, inside yeah. the house. Okay, well, th- that just helps to clear things up because with cats, we have a little different rules when it comes to some of the flea products. They are very sensitive to some of the very common flea tick mosquito repellents that we might use. So you just have to use a different set of rules with cats. For dogs, I mean, you can pretty much pick up most flea tick sprays that are pyrethrin-based, which is a common ingredient in insecticide, uh, safe for animals. If you have cats, you have to be careful. You can't use some of these dog products with them. But that would be one thing that if you're going outside, you can spray that on them, and it'll give them some short-term relief while you're going out to keep those critters away. Now, but you did mention some other things that are kind of natural, and Skin So Soft, believe it or not, is proven to help repel parasites. So uh, mosquitoes um, do stay away. And in animals, we can use it. I usually do dilute it. Um, I try to dilute it about, you know, 50% with water. Water. You can put that in a spray bottle, spritz it on them, uh, other than being maybe a little oily kind of texture that you feel on their fur. Um, you know, it's very safe, um, and it works. So I would I would definitely endorse that. And it's interesting, you know, there's a lot of different kind of natural oils that, essential oils, um, you know, folks that are looking for natural remedies, they, they do repel mosquitoes. Um, you just have to be a little bit cautious with some of those products, uh, making sure you don't get um, high concentrations so they're not toxic and um, one essential oil actually comes from catnip, uh, and it has. I actually read a research article um, a ways back that proved that catnip was a far more effective mosquito repellent than DEET uh, by ten times. Um, I don't know that they figured out how to put catnip into a form we can administer on top of our pets, but <laughs> but it might make our cats happy about that. 
Well, let me ask this, um, cause some of the old timers, uh, and, and, and people who, I mean, Coast Guard guys and all these people are always out, you know, in the Caribbean and whatnot. They always, they rub themselves down with, uh, baby oil. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, they say that that keeps the mosquitoes off because the mosquitoes don't want to get anywhere near oil. Is baby oil safe for a dog? <laughs> You know, baby oil, I don't believe has any essential oils, and, and I would be a little concerned because if we're slathering on an oil, it can actually amplify the sun's rays and, and the sun exposure, so we have more chance for sunburn and things like that, so I probably oh. wouldn't go with that, with that route. You know, but a lot of the regular flea tick products that you use, you know, Advantix, um, there's other spot-on products, um, those have repellency for mosquitoes, so you can use that and maybe also add in something like a kind of a natural relief, um, skin so soft being one of them. Um, so I, I would try, you know, a combination of those things. And, uh, you know, you mentioned like cutters and some of the things that we use for ourselves. Um, we can use DEET in low concentrations on dogs. And there are dog products that have it. It's usually, oh, I believe it's under 10% concentration of DEET. But you have to watch. The human stuff is high potency. So it's usually 50 to 90% DEET. So um, you have to use caution. And I, I definitely prefer folks use um, a pet approved product if they're looking for a deep one. Okay, see, now that's why I called you, Hal, because <laughs> I got a straight answer, something I could understand. I got the connections here with Dr. Debbie and uh, Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, and animal communicator Joey Turner. You know it, I got the hookup. Thanks for calling, Mark. Oh, my pleasure. Coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking to a guy or a couple of guys or four guys that have built Noah's Ark. They got the specifications from the Bible, and it's uh, 500 feet long. It's going to cost a whole bunch of money. These people, where do they come up with this? I don't understand. Where are they sitting around drinking a bunch of beers? You know, Happy one day hour. going. Animal Radio is brought to you by. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in spring. Flex RX is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All natural Flex RX doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With Flex RX, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. Flex RX is available at pet shops, retailers, or visit ProLabsPets.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. It's time to buckle in for Sears Super Memorial Day Appliance Event. Keep your hands and feet inside the ride because you're going to want them for these scream-worthy offers, like up to 30% off appliances. Plus, hold on to your hats because you'll also get an extra 5% off appliances with your Sears card. This is one Memorial Day ride that's sure to be amazing. This is Sears. Savings range from 5 to 30%. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Offer valid 523 through 62. It was the moment I realized I was about to lose my job. 
I found myself searching for pills instead of just being with my family. At that moment, I finally decided to get help for my addiction to opioids. The prescription painkillers. At TurnToHelpNow.com, you'll learn that opioid dependence is a real medical condition and that there are different ways to get help, including those in a private setting, without the need for daily visits. That moment led me to TurnToHelpNow.com. Make now your moment. Visit TurnToHelpNow.com today. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Do not forget about the Animal Radio app available for iPhone or Android. It's been updated. It is bigger and better than ever. and You can download it free from the iPhone store or Google Play for your phone. Even ask your questions right from the phone there. Very excited about that. Stacy's around the corner. What do you got? You go to the grocery store and all your groceries are going up. And, you know, you go and buy food for your pet and you go, oh, my God, even my pet food is going up. Mm. Well, there are some ways to save. In fact, I've got about five different ways that you can actually save money when you're shopping for food for your pet. And it's all coming up on Animal Radio News. And that's just right around the corner. Time for Dueling Debbies. Hey, Debbie, how are you doing? (laughs) Okay. Just okay. Aww. Yes. Well, that, that doesn't tell. What can I do for you? Maybe I'll make things better. Um, in my neighborhood, we have a huge, huge stray cat problem, and I was wondering if there's anything that can be done to uh, keep them out of flower beds, and they just dig them up, sleep in them, use them as litter boxes. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is definitely, I'll tell you, there are some solutions. Um, all of these will be helpful in certain situations, and you might have variable variable success with them. And as long as there's those stray cats out there kind of hanging out, um, they are definitely drawn to soil. You know, it's it's what they do. It's, it's what they nest in. It's what they um, cover their excrement in. So um, it, it is a natural instinct. So that being said, for those who don't want the cats in their garden, um, we can try some physical things to keep them away and make it less attractive. And there's some other things that we can do. Um, there's, certainly there are some um, products out on the market that are granules that uh, help to uh, keep the critters out of certain areas. And, and I can't say I have a lot of success with those. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of the physical deterrence, things that don't hurt the cat, but make it unpleasant for them to tread in those those areas. And one of the great things you can try, and in a garden it'll have a dual benefit, is the motion-activated um, sprinkler system, um, or there's even one that has a compressed air. So when the electronic eye is set off, when the cat or the animal treads in that area, um, a sprinkler will go and kind of spook them away. So a very kind, gentle way to just get them out of the area. That, and you may even combine that with, um, if it's appropriate in your garden setting, is to take um, chicken wire or really close mesh wire and lay that down in the bed of the garden. And they don't like to step on it. Um, it, it obviously can only be used in certain areas, but if that's appropriate for some of the bulk areas of your garden, um, it can be a wonderful deterrent to keep them away from there. Um, one of the natural... 
No, they, they, they will avoid the area. So cats, if they wanted to, they could walk on it. It just feels uncomfortable. It's kind of like walking on, um, you know, waffle wire. It, it just, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't cut them. I'm talking barbed wire. We're not talking anything like that. This is just chicken wire or some of that, um, you know, the uh, rabbit fencing, if you will, that'll help to keep uh, um, bunnies out. Um, so that's something. But you lay it down because don't just stand it up. They'll just jump right over it otherwise. Um, and then I do have some luck with using citrus products. Um, just naturally some, just citrus is unpleasant to cats. They don't really like it. They don't want to be around it. So, um, if you can put some orange peels, lemon peels, and kind of sprinkle that on the perimeter of your garden, um, it's kind of a natural deterrent that, uh, that might help to keep the, the kitties away. And then as far as, I know I've mentioned this before for folks who are having trouble with cats coming near their house, um, some of the back door situations is that you can actually Actually, go to a hunting uh, store and pick up uh, coyote urine. And uh, if you can tolerate the smell of it near your garden, um, you can treat the area around. And that can help just by uh, signaling that a predator is nearby, and it can deter cats from uh, kind of going in the area. So th- there's a lot of solutions there. You can try, see what works for you. Um, certainly is better than clapping your hands and yelling, hey, get out of my garden. <laughs> yeah, I wish uh, I, there was something we could, you know, they're starving. But last summer I made the mistake of feeding a couple, and I'd come home and there oh, yeah. was money on my porch. So, yeah. I to do to stop it, but yeah, and that is that is definitely one thing that you, you've hit upon. That as long as you offer food sources, those cats are going to be coming around. So you really have to cut that off in your area if you want them to stay away. You're not going to have any luck if you keep feeding them. Okay, well, I'll try some of those. Good luck with that, Debbie. Good luck. All right, thanks. That's uh, always a tough problem there, but yeah, don't feed them. Oh my God, that's going to bring them around in a second. Feed them in your neighbor's yard. (laughs) A good idea. (laughs) This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by FlexRx. Like people as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem they face. And FlexRx doesn't just mask those symptoms. It restores natural joint function. FlexRx is available at pet shops and retailers across the country. Let's head to James. Where are you, James? Oh, I'm in uh, Moreland Hills, Ohio. Ohio? Are you a truck driver? Is that where you live? What's going on? <laughs> no, I'm retired. Okay. You got a dog, a cat, iguana, fish? Who do you I share? I have a dog. It's a Rockwilder mix and stuff. He's about a year and a half old. We rescued him from the APL, and we're just having a problem. We've trained him with everything else. We're just having a problem with him urinating on furniture. Ooh. That, that is, is a very big problem. problem. Well, do you know why dogs uh, pee on furniture, James? Do you have a, Do you have an idea? I have no idea whatsoever. Well, most of the time, big dogs like Rottweilers, powerful dogs, and even small dogs that are not so powerful, they pee on furniture and they pee inside the house to mark the territory because they don't think that the humans are powerful enough to protect the territory. So the dog doesn't respect you usually. And the way to get a dog to respect you, you know what most people do, James? They give affection, 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 affection first. That would be my wife and daughter. Well, yeah, <laughs> see, when you do that, when you do and and I'm, you don't have to be mean to a dog. It's not being oh, mean. Oh, not mean. <laughs> it's, well, what I'm saying to you, James, is that dogs need structure. Dogs okay. need firm leadership. They need, they need, uh, confident, 
calm, powerful humans leading them. When you're talking about a Rottweiler, you're talking about a big working dog and a dog that is a very powerful dog and a dog that needs to be led. And if you don't lead a dog like that, they will take the leadership role. When they start peeing in the house, unless it's, you know, a long pee, which you should take the dog to the vet, make sure nothing's wrong. You know, they're doing a spritz here and there, the same places every day. What they're doing is they're marking their territory because they don't feel like you can protect the territory like you can defend it. And the only way to change that is you've got to take the leadership role with the dog, and affection comes last. First comes discipline and structure, then comes affection. So you need to start taking your dog for walks on the leash, and you also need to correct your dog immediately when you see oh. him doing it. So you have yeah, to, believe you have to me, I do. That seems to be my wife and daughter with the affection. I am the stern one. James, when you're home, does your dog mark when you're there? No. Okay. So it only happens when you're not there? Yes. Okay. Well, your wife and daughter have to be on the same page with you, or the problem will not go away. And the other okay. thing you have to do is you have to clean all the areas really good uh, with, a, with a, spe a specific cleaner that takes the scent away, because the dog will just keep remarking wherever the scent is. He'll just keep revisiting and remarking. Now, a good thing for your wife and daughter to do is to keep your dog confined to an area. Either it's the kitchen or it's a crate. You keep the dog confined until you're ready to observe him. Then you let him out. As soon as he makes his move to mark, your wife has to issue a stern correction, take him outside. When he starts peeing outside, you go, good dog, good boy, right. and you give him a treat. Right. So, so you reward the behavior you want, and you, and you correct the behavior you don't want. Does that make okay. sense to you, buddy? Oh, it makes a great deal of sense. That's what I've been preaching to my wife and daughter for the longest, so... Believe me, well, I do have, understand. I've had four kids, so. Yeah, you do understand. You give, you give affection when the dog is doing what you want, when the dog is calm, when the dog is just laying there. You never give okay. affection when the dog's excited, when the dog does something wrong, and you don't give attention. Okay. Like, a lot of people think when they yell at a dog, hey, what are you doing? What, what are you doing over there? Stop that. They think that that is scolding a dog. Really, you're giving the dog attention because a dog doesn't distinguish between positive and negative attention. They just love attention, period. So when they're okay. doing something you don't want you have to correct them but you don't give them attention it's a quick movement it's a jolt of the leash it's a poke in the neck it's a hey hey and you and you take them yeah, outside I, immediately pretty much what i have i have a choker chain on them and i do do that you know yep. i snap yep. the chain and i take them outside that's you know, what I you point do. to the area that he's been bad it's bad dog don't even point to the area just as soon as he makes his move, as soon as you see him cozying up to something and he's going to lift his leg, you give him the snap of the chain and you take him outside, no talking. And well, you see, wait that's for the only to... problem because, see, I'm blind, so I can't exactly see when he's doing his thing. I can well, only your wife is, after you, they, he's done that. Well, you, you know, that's a, that's a critical point you kind of left out there, James. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a critical point. Because yeah, if you we'll can't believe it's a critical point when I come upon it, too, you know, and upset out. Yeah. Like, great. Yeah. You, you can't really correct the dog if you can't see him doing something wrong. So your yeah. wife and you... Your wife and you, your daughter and you have to work in tandem. You have to work as a team. And your wife okay. has to do this. She has to do this. Or the problem will not go away. And you know what? The yep. problem can get worse. I understand. All right, buddy. Okay. Thank you, James. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to the Dream Team. To That's the a dream critical team. thing he left out. Very critical. It is. Minor detail. Yeah, that was. I'm just ahead. I'm on a coffee table. I don't mean to be insensitive. You are. It's like Judy. Not a lot of people know that she uh, was born without a head. Yeah, it's and very she... sad. Yeah, but I've come along. You really have. You've overcome a lot of adversity. Didn't know you were different. You couldn't see that no, you were couldn't different. Couldn't see that I was different. <laughs> no. She eats with her armpit.
You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Need an excuse to give a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card? Here are a few of our favorites. Birthdays, half-birthdays, anniversaries, Labor Day, you're in Labor Day, Arbor Day, Dia de los Donuts, International Skeptics Day, Opposite Day, Dress Up Your Pet Day, Squirrel Appreciation Day, National Nothing Day, Holiday Party Day, Morning After the Holiday Party Day, Clean Your Refrigerator Day, Be Late for Something Day. And don't forget about dads and grads. Right now, buy $30 in gift cards and get a $5 bonus. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Valid in restaurant only for a limited time while supplies last. Have a good day. Next. Hi there. Uh, two hot dogs, please. Oh, honey, this has been the perfect getaway, and I can't believe how much money we saved with Hotels.com. No, shh. If people find out, we've got extra money. Oh, to... sweetie, relax. Uh, here you go. How much? For you, $37. Whoa! Plus, it's extra. What is it, no, no. wrapped in gold? Yeah. The Hotels.com Memorial Day Sale, now through May 27th. With savings so great, you won't be able to keep it a secret. Book now and save up to 30%. Hotels.com, finding you the perfect place at the perfect price. Want a bright start to summer? Ask Sherwin-Williams during the Sunny Day Sale and save 30% on paints and stains May 19th through the 27th. With colors like pool blue, organic green, and daffodil, we've got everything you need to add a splash of color. Visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams paint store and save. Find your nearest store at sherwinwilliams.com sale. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. It's time to buckle in for Sears Super Memorial Day Appliance Event. Keep your hands and feet inside the ride, because you're going to want them for these scream-worthy offers, like up to 30% off appliances. Plus, hold on to your hats, because you'll also get an extra 5% off appliances with your Sears card. This is one Memorial Day ride that's sure to be... Amazing! This is Sears. Savings range from 5 to 30%. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Offer valid 523 through 62. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, pet food isn't cheap. Everybody knows that. And Americans are expected to spend $21.3 billion on pet food this year. That's up 3% from $20.6 billion in 2012, according to the American Pet Products Association. You know, you can walk through any pet shop or any grocery store, anywhere you go, and, and check out the food. And it has gone up. I know I buy a big 50-pound bag, and it's gone up from uh, what I usually pay to about four, uh, 3 to $4 more. And there are some ways that you can cut down on your pet food budget. What you want to do is follow big brands. Food makers and online stores often post coupons on social media sites and their websites. So follow your favorite brand and check out and see if there's any discount coupons. You can get automated. Set up a subscription online to get your pet food delivered to your door automatically on a regular basis. Amazon.com, PetFoodDirect.com, Dog.com. They all offer discounts for that kind of service. Start searching. Dig up the lowest pet food prices online on the new pet product website, DugDug.com. The website searches about 40 online pet retailers and 10,000 products, and you can compare prices. Deal sites for dog treats, too. If a new treat gets your dog's tail wagging, well, discovered on a Dog Daily Deal website. DoggyLoot.com updates its website every Monday to Saturday with new products. And then, you know what you can always do? Cook for your dog. But, you know, make sure you're getting all the nutrition that they need, not just fat stuff. 
Well, there's an Assemblywoman, Linda Rosenthal. She's a Democrat. She's introduced some new legislation to ban the piercing or permanent tattooing of animals. Can you believe that people are doing that? They're putting whole um, tattoos like on the underneath side of a dog's belly and stuff. So they've uh, realized that it's a widespread problem. They did a Google search and found thousands of dogs that are getting tattooed. So they're trying to make it that it's a violation under the legislation. It would carry a fine of up to a year in jail and a thousand dollars. Temporary tattoos have become the rage in some city pet grooming parlors, and uh, they would not be impacted by her bill. But the bill has not so far been introduced in the Senate, but she's hopeful that it'll soon happen and the measure can pass before the end of the legislature session in June. Nature, a pet food company that produces natural and holistic pet foods, has added to the pet food recall that they started in March 2013. And it's all dry pet food with, on, or before the expiration date of March 24th, 2014, is affected. So you may want to go on their site and check it out and make sure your uh, dog or cat doesn't get it because they can get sick, vomiting, uh, everything they can get from salmonella. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Ladies, when was the last time you were happy with your body? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance starts causing symptoms like hot flashes, sleeplessness, low energy, irritability, and lack of sexual desire. It's not your fault. And you don't have to let these symptoms reduce your quality of life anymore. Because now we have Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to balance hormones and relieve the uncomfortable symptoms of menopause safely and effectively. In fact, Amberin is so powerful, we guarantee you will love your body again. Right now, you can receive a guaranteed risk-free trial of Amberin with a 30-day supply free. Call now and we'll send it to you today. 1-800-586-6065. And when you call right now, you'll also receive our amazing weight loss program for women over 40 absolutely free. But you have to call now at 1-800-586-6065. That's 1-800-586-6065. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets Toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Judy went and got these people on the phone for us. We'll talk to them in just a second here. This is the Noah's Ark that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, current-day Ark. 
current, and he's actually building, I guess it's a couple of guys, they're building an ark exact to the precise biblical specifications of Noah's ark. Wow. That's got to be huge. Uh, and uh, what was I found interesting is he said he thought of the idea after watching animals in the Hurricane Katrina struggle to find food and service. So you uh, you booked them, but they don't speak English, is that correct? No, they don't. There's three guys Uh-oh. that got together, and they don't, or four guys, excuse me, and they they're all animal lovers, but unfortunately they don't speak English. Anybody here? Well, speak we don't either. Spanish? No, <laughs> no, we don't have anybody who speaks nope. Spanish. But what I did find, I found Caroline Peralta. She is the wife of one of the gentlemen that is building the ark. Oh, hey. Hey, Caroline. How are you doing? Hello. How are you? Very good. So if you can explain what is your husband, Rodolfo Almira? Is that your husband? Who, who is that? Rodolfo Almira is the one that had the idea of the ark. Okay. My husband is the head of the construction. Head ark development. Okay. And why are they doing this? Well, they're doing this because these four men have so passion for nature and animals. They were born in the countryside of Cuba, and they've always had a love for animals and nature. So one day, Rodolfo Armida had the idea to construct something that could be a refuge for animals, and that's why they correlated it with Noah's Ark and decided to build this project. Wow, that's a very ambitious project, (laughs) I might say. Uh, You started it six months ago, but I understand construction's been stalled twice. Yes, um, we have built uh, a bit of the Ark, but we have... Um, saw the the project because of financial issues. It costs a lot of money, huh? Yeah, and we've been trying to get permits to build, which is also a difficult task. And you're doing this in Florida, is that correct? Yes. Where in Florida? The arch is being built in the outskirts of Miami in a city called Hialeah. How much does it cost to build something like this? Well, we don't have an exact um, number in mind, but we have done the estimations, and this project can cost anywhere from $1.5 million to $3 million. Wow, and so you're looking for donations. I understand you had a Kickstarter campaign, but you were unable to raise the right amount of money? Yes, that is correct. We did have a Kickstarter, but it, we weren't able to raise the amount of money. For now, we are accepting donations. Um, people who are interested in donating, not only monetary contributions, but we also accept um, any service, any labor, if anyone's an, uh, an engineer or if anyone has any decorative pieces they would like to donate. All they had to do was go to www.hiddenarc.com and just follow the link and you can donate or ask us any questions if you'd like. What do you plan on doing with the Ark once it's finished? We're planning to build veterinary um, places for in order to take care of the animals. The Ark itself, the, first, the third, last floor, the upper floor, will have a sort of garden for people to visit and enjoy with their family. The middle floor would have animals defenseless animals that won't cause any harm to people, where kids and families can go and interact with the animals, won't be captivated inside the ark all time, so because we will have their habitats and their designated areas outside of the ark as well. And the last and final floor, nearest to the ground, will have any decorative pieces or taxidermy or wax figures of animals where people can go. It's kind of like a museum where mm. people can go and see. So if it does rain a lot, will it float? <laughs> no, it was, the ark is not an actual ark that will float on water. It is a stationary piece. Uh, I see people can buy a membership to get access to watch it being built. What is this about? We have plans to find our website where people will be able to buy a membership on our website and view the construction of the ark or view the animals once that ark is built in live time. It will be a live stream through the website. 
I think it's kooky. <laughs> you think it's kooky? Really? Yes. It's, I think it's, it's. I think it's awesome. It's got it's, my attention. It's a vision. Somebody's got a great dream. I think it's fantastic that they're going forward with. How many newspapers would you have to bring for the elephants if the thing floated? That's, yeah, that would be a lot. That would be a big mess to clean up after the elephants there. Yes. Oh, I thank you so much for joining us today. Please give all the guys our thumbs up and uh, let them know that uh, we look forward to seeing the arc done. Thank you so much, and thank you for your support. Caroline Peralta. Peralta joining us on Animal Radio. We'll put links over at AnimalRadio.com if you want to help their cause and uh, make a donation. I, I wanted. I didn't want to be. Uh, I wanted to be polite. I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk up while she was on. But okay, the first floor is going to be like dead animals stuffed. And waxed, and the second floor is going to be the live animals, and the third floor is going to be the garden, and the thing doesn't float, and so I don't get it. It's what is it a zoo? Is well, it a place? Where, what is? I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to ask myself. <laughs> I felt bad about asking, so I'm glad you said this, Alan, because oh this, you know gosh. that's the question I wanted. If you were in that town visiting, wouldn't you want to go by and see this ark and go see what it's all about and see it? It's no. the same size as it was in no. biblical. Talk. Gosh. Oh, they're kooks. I mean, they got the dead animals on the first floor. It's such a contradiction. It's like, hey, come and see the light bulb that doesn't work. And on the first floor <laughs> is all the people that try to invent the light bulb before it worked. And on the second floor is the light bulb that doesn't work. And on the third floor is the electricity from the sky. I don't You're, understand it. I thought it floated. The damn thing doesn't float. Maybe it's one of those things you go, oh, okay. Well, you go, oh, all right. You know, there's a difference there. I just I don't, I'm not sure what they're trying to accomplish though. Is it a charity? Is it? How about uh, we go together, Alan? We go together to see it, so so we can understand exactly what it's all about. I forbid you. You forbid us. I forbid we're, you. We're trying, you know. We're we're, we're, we're trying to understand. Okay, well this you're only going here. if I'm there with you to watch you two make sure you two behave. Oh. They're charging a subscription to watch the carpenters build the boat. Yes. Was that okay? That what it is? Now why would I want to do that? Because yeah. they're trying to raise money. It was just a fun way to raise money so you can just kind of watch what's going on. If people are going to donate anyway, this gives them a little extra to actually be part of it and watch it being built. Right. Come on, I'd love to guys. go with you, Joey, but I have plans to see the world's largest strawberry in Iowa this summer. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hal, I'm at the uh, website, the Ark Guys. Uh, after they're done with the Ark, they're going to build the uh, Leaky Shower Museum. It's very exciting. Oh, that's, that is very exciting. For <laughs> very exciting. Yeah. Okay, it is time for the uh, big segment that's, uh, you know, making news all across the country. Will this excite Dr. Debbie? And ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Alan Cable. Dr. Debbie, you probably, as most of us, love the Mickey D breakfast. I mean, how many times have you pulled up through the drive-thru and the person behind the window says, uh-uh, it's 10.30, too late, no Egg McMuffin for you. And you're very upset and, and you're bewildered and you're confused and you have to wait 24 hours. Well, Mickey D's is thinking about making breakfast available 24-7. Dr. Debbie, is that not the most thing ever? I guess so. I, I, I really don't eat fast food a whole lot so um, oh my gosh. woman have you no heart i'm sorry <laughs> I, oh I guess you need to do a little bit more research i, I try to eat healthy and you know just oh man sorry. that was weak that was weak. that was really weak i don't know it got oh me excited God. so next week i will have to think of something else dr dead dr dave the doctor i'm trying to say something but it won't come out dr debbie give me give me a hint i mean what's the last thing you heard that got you excited put me put me on the path to enlightenment the last thing that I heard that got me excited. 
Well, you know what? It is springtime and it is maggot season. So that is always fun in the veterinary world. <laughs> Sometimes so a bit tragic because it, there can be some really severe infections, but I do enjoy harassing my staff a little bit, and some of them get a little icky feeling when they see and hear the maggots. And I, you know, it's funny. I, I don't like pulling the hair out of the dog's butts, but the maggots, I, I find that very satisfying. Your husband's a lucky, lucky man. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Hal always turns off my phone when I come to the studio. Because you're always getting calls. You're always getting calls. And then you have the funkiest ringtones. See, I don't know if you guys remember um, when um, we had, I think it was Dr. Post was on. And um, I have a ring like a um, cricket. And Dr. Post was actually going on and on and on. And somebody called me and the crickets went off. And it sounded like, you know, that we were playing like the like it was boring effects. and the crickets. Uh-oh. And it wasn't. It was my phone. And I, I think he might have taken a, taken a little offense to that because I seen that. him at a, I seen him at a, um, at a conference and, um, he didn't say nothing to me. He just walked by. So, uh listen, this part of Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products. Pet grooming can be easy and pain free with Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which include everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and pet professionals, just like Joey Volani, prefer Wall. Visit Wall at wallpet.com. By the way, that's spelled W-A-H-L. Kind of a different spelling. We'll make sure that you have it right when you head on over there. Ladies and gentlemen, the dog father, Joey Volani on Animal Radio. I was using my wall clipper in the salon, and I said, you know what would be a good tip? Was if I could come up with three great reasons of why somebody should own a pet clipper at home. It's actually an important tool that you really should have for a couple of reasons. First thing, number one, dogs um, that grow hair from their pads. Now, a lot of times... They come to the grooming salons, and, and, and we clip that out. But a dog that doesn't have it done often, a couple things happen. Number one, besides the irritation, number two, the hair builds up in there and will actually knot up, and it becomes hard. Wow. So it's almost with the equivalent of you walking with a stone in your shoe because what happens is it gets wet, they walk around the house, and especially dogs that don't go out that often because dogs that run around through the brush, what ends up happening is the hair will automatically shed out. It almost gets pulled out like it's brushed out. Dogs that walk on hardwood floors or carpets or tile, whatever you have in your home, and don't go out that much, because it doesn't get pulled out, it stays in there. Now, remember, that's where they perspire. Okay, that's one of the spots. They also through their tongue. So it between stays their wet. Pads? So, between yeah, their- absolutely. Oh, I didn't know that. oh, good to know. So you need to keep that clean. So if you had a, a clipper at home, the particular clipper that we have here, that wall clipper, has that built-in number 10 blade, which makes it very safe and it's the perfect blade to use on that and what you'll do is you'll pull your dog's leg um, where it's in a comfortable bending position and you'll go with a scooping motion not jabbing a scooping motion because even though it's very safe it's still a blade at some point in time you jab too much you're going to cut your pet um, might not be you know significant but they may never want it done again yeah. so you're going to go in there and you're going to scoop out that hair and you're going to you make it nice and clean in there so there's there's um maybe a little bit of fuzz because you'll never get it all out but that'll actually keep that dog's foot um, in good shape keep it dry and and keep those um knots from building up 
The other area is the sanitary areas. I mean, I don't know. See, you guys got Ladybug, um, the studio stunt dog here. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to worry too much about the hair building up around her behind. Not at all. Um, where, where when she goes to the bathroom, it sticks. But nope. I see a lot in, in like poodles, shih tzus, losses. All of a sudden, they go to the bathroom and they've been squatting and you don't see anything. Yeah. But when they walk away and they're walking in front of you, there it all is, stuck to the back of the dog. You know what happens to so Ladybug? You, Sometimes she'll eat Judy's hair, which is really long. By and, and then it, yeah. it'll come out, and then sometimes it'll hang for, and she won't go anywhere. Judy will have to actually <laughs> remove it. Did they ever happen so, to you? It's just me, isn't it? I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. You know well, what? Man, That's that why Judy so, needs the clipper. <laughs> that was so delightful, that description. I love that. <laughs> that was. Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's Animal Radio. In color, we're available. And brought to you by The Herbs, with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to theherbs.com, providing better solutions for better health. Now, that's D, the, the letter D, herbs, by the way. Well, there was some confusion. Not the bears, but like the bears. <laughs> D-herbs. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing well. Where are you calling from today? I'm in Memphis, Tennessee right now. Beautiful Memphis. What's going on? Well, uh, I got a question. I, I drive a truck, and I have a, uh, he's a seven-month-old Jack Russell Dachshund Cross. Oh. And, yeah. He, uh, he's my little sidekick. But uh, I like to feed him where he does the self-feeding. Okay. Is, is that okay for him? You know, I, I have a couple of reservations with that in that situation. The first thing is that for puppies, you know, food is a great motivator and it's a great reward. So I would use that feeding time as an opportunity to really reward good behaviors and, you know, to help really bond the, the feeling that you're the provider of the food. That, that's a, a very big thing. So I do feel that's very important to kind of teach that hierarchy of, you know, the humans provide for the animal, and it's kind of a natural way that you show that you're, you know, the dominant species in the household. Um, the, the other concern I would have, especially in a cab environment, is going to be that you're in kind of an enclosed area that is limiting his movement. And um, if he's not moving a lot, there's going to be potentially some boredom. So rather than just leave the food there, um, which is very unrewarding. Um, I, I would like to see him either work for it um, or you know set the meal feeding down twice a day and then provide some of the kibble in a um, interactive way. You can get, there's food dispensing toys that have little holes and little gaps where once they kind of push it around, chew on it, the pieces of food fall out and it'll help to keep him entertained while he's eating and not just kind of mosey up to the bowl whenever he's bored. Um, so, so I would definitely encourage you to do that and uh, you know maybe as an adult dog that might be a different thing but he's got a lot of energy and um, you know we're going to look for ways to keep him occupied while you're driving <laughs> well we stop every three hours roughly every three hours and we get out and we go play for about 15 20 minutes great good yeah that jack russell and him i'm sure he is looking to run and play <laughs> they are high energy <laughs> well he's actually i put him in the truck with me when he was five and a half weeks old so this is what he knows, and he's actually really calm in the truck. 
Good, good. And um, so that's what I was wondering because uh, I feed him a high protein dog food. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been feeding the back to basics dog food. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's about a 38% protein. And yeah. he does best on it, but he seems to be calm and he's not having any issues with it. Oh, good, good, and and that's the big thing is really watching his body condition. Um, is you know if he's not you know burning off as much calories and all that energy, then we don't want him to get portly. We don't want him to get chubby. Um, and as he's getting to seven months and older, you know we're going to have to start talking about making sure you're tr- gradually transitioning into an adult food as well. So, um, but I, I think that's all good. It sounds like you're you're on top of it, getting stops along the way, getting his exercise. I I, I commend you for that because that's hard for folks who drive truck is. To, to stop, get out, and let the doggies run around and spend some time. Right. Um, he's only about, I would say, about nine pounds right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't. He doesn't put on very much weight. Um, and he only takes a few bites every once in a while, and he'll go lay back down or go play, and then he comes back, gets a few more bites. Uh huh. Well, he he may be one of those kind of dogs that some dogs are truly grazers and they're more like cats and they just nibble through the day. Um, for me, I like to kind of establish that once they hit adulthood, um, you know, whether they're going to settle into that kind of pattern. But uh, okay. oh, sounds like you got a good pal there for you for driving with you, and uh, give him a pat on the head for me. All right. We got a little email here. Can, should we do this now? Yeah, let's do okay, it. Okay, a little email. By the way, you can send us your email, your questions at your voice at animalradio.com. This is for Joy Turner, our animal communicator. Hi, my name is Mike. I'm a truck driver from Canada. I recently lost my mini schnauzer. Had him for 12 years. Her name was Ginger. He recently got another mini schnauzer named Lexi, and he had a terrible accident at the company yard and had to move his truck and accidentally drove into her and killed her. A really terrible thing. First of all, he wants to tell her that, uh, of course, that he's very sorry and uh, hope that she's in a better place. Joy, can you communicate with that dog? Absolutely. Actually, I have both of them. And, Mike, I want to say to you, I get so many questions similar to these, none with exactly these circumstances, but I want to tell you, your guys, your girls, are saying the same things most dogs say once they've crossed over ginger She's totally fine with everything. She absolutely thinks you did not get a puppy too soon. And she thinks you need to have another puppy because she wants somebody in there, your heart, keeping your heart as open as she got it to be. Second of all, Lexi, she wants you to know that she so understands sometimes things just happen. And she said it was not horrible to her. And even though she had a short life, she thinks her life with you was absolutely fabulous. She would not have done anything else for anything in the world. And, oh, by the way, Lexi tells me to tell you the reason she was so close to the truck was because she was trying to get to you. So maybe the next time you have another puppy, you want to put her in the truck before you move it. We can be a little bit more gentle on ourselves if we want to be. Can't get over that. You just never can get over that. 
Well, that's it. There you go. Another two hours of your life you'll never get back. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download the Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. That little puppy will make it easier to ask questions. You'll have all the resources if you want to look stuff up about your animal or your pet or listen to the past shows. And please don't forget to check out Dr. Debbie's books, Yorkshire Terriers, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend, and of course, Joey Volani's line of waterless shampoos. I don't have anything yet, but I'm looking... Not yet? What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get yet. together with Alan. We're going to try to figure out some kind of invention that hasn't been done yet. We're going to okay. pitch it right here on Animal Radio. How the Ark, guys, after the Ark's built, the, the Museum of Spent Printer Cartridges Ooh, is there. on the agenda. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Have a great week. Bye. 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 All right, guys. Have a good weekend. This is Animal Radio Network.